Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith the Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That Podcast. First and foremost, give me a round of applause. It, bring it in. Let's do this, right? Because she's here the next week. Listen, look, I'm, I'm, I can only do a little things at a time. And uh, look, she's doing it. She's doing it. She's really here in the flesh, once again, giving y'all another episode a week after the last one. So yes, I want my things, bring them to me. Thank you so much. But also thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for hitting share. Also, please check me out on my social media at Keep the Kentucky. You can also find us over at us as in me, just be, I'm the sole handler of this podcast. And so there's that pod on IG as well as Facebook. My like page is Keep the Kentucky Presents. So there's that podcast. So now that we've knocked out the formalities, I want to be very clear that I'm going to try to run through some shit right quick. Like we're going to talk about a little bit of celebrity news. Um, I just heard the Tony Lanes, uh, Tony Lanes, because that's how much I really don't give a shit about Tory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he goes to jail. You need to go to jail. Okay, right away. That's the stance over here. This is a Meg the Stallion stand podcast. So apparently he's going off of social media and we don't care. I don't care so much that I forgot the Negro's name. Anyway, so that was the first thing. That's hot off the press. Where is Tory Lanez? Does anybody even really care? Not me. Anyways, moving on. Congratulations to Jeannie Mai of The Real, co-host of The Real. She has announced her pregnancy. If you've been with her for the whole time that you've been seeing The Real, which I didn't even know that it was going to be on the air for this long, but it has been. So congratulations to them. I forgot that Tamara had left. What's up with that? Anyways, she doing Hallmark movies? Who knows? Lifetime? Got her bagged up? What's up? Let's stay focused. Jeannie Mai. Girl, congratulations. People talk about you can't change your mind. You can. Mm-hmm. People are pretty tied up in the fact that she had previously discussed being married in her former relationship and, and saying that she doesn't want to have kids. And I have one question to you, and that is, have you ever changed your mind before? Have Has life ever happened to you and you decided to switch lanes? <laughs> you know, like these things are, like you're allowed to do this. You have one life to live. So if you make a declaration early on in your life, that means that you could say, you know, fuck my way of thinking back then. These things are happening to me now. It looks as if, as if she's in love and she's very happy. Um, both of them are very happy together. They got married last year during the pandemic. And it seems like they wanted to, you know, make some babies. And that's what they're doing. And I'm excited for that. So congratulations to Jeannie Mai. Um, don't let these folks feel like you got to give them an explanation as to why you're in this happy marriage and you decide to have children with your husband. <laughs> like the fuck you said it once before. And, and, and life has changed for you. So you get to change your mind. That's the key, guys. Let's remember that. Remember you can change your mind, okay? That's the first news story. Did y'all care? Not sure if y'all did, but I, I let y'all know about it. It is what it is. Moving on, have y'all noticed, um, totally off topic, because we're going to do speed through, because I have an actual thing that I really want to talk about and discuss and y'all going, it's giving fan energy, but I really am not a fan of this woman. Y'all just got to stay tuned to get my inputs about this and some backstory. And y'all probably already know because I've had several titled episodes about this woman at this point. But I hope at this point, y'all really see the light of day. I really hope y'all see the light of day. But the person that we're going to just really 
talk about real quick. And I want to kind of big up her is Amber Rose, because a lot of people seem to be confused of how she was introduced to us and why she's acting the way she's acting right now, because she's single. The one thing I feel like I can give Amber Rose is the fact that when I feel like she's really in a relationship that she wants to display loyalty to, she ghosts on us. Like the fans, the IG, like what? Who cares? I'll do my fashion over post and that's it because I'm up in love. But now she ain't no more. And so she's out here in these streets again, boosting up the slut walk and this, that, and the other. And I'm happy for her. The only thing I'm mad about is why she would put that, um, why she would put that forehead tattoo on her head. Because I just think that Amber Rose is so pretty. She's so beautiful. And I feel like she's going to age gracefully. But now with that tattoo on her head, not no more. And I feel like women can do tattoos. But why? Right right there on the forehead. Like so. Like that. I was confused when it happened. I'm still confused today. Um, I'm going to like the photos still. I'm still just going to like them in a state of confusion. That's it. That's it. That's all. I really have to say about Amber Rose. I just noticed she's been posted a little bit more frequently now. Is she trying to, you know, she's trying to capture the next prey. And I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it because she, when she's in a thing, she's in her thing. And she really respects that from my point of view on the outside looking in. And now she's back here out here in, in the streets with her forehead tattoo. And we're going to let it rock because there's nothing we can do about that. But I wish she really thought that through. I think she can remove it if she she chooses to one day and she might change her mind. She might change her mind. But right now, <clears throat> okay, girl, you know what I'm saying? Moving on to the next one. Like I said, we speeding through. We speeding through. I got things that I really want to say. Um, if you want to check out Rihanna not giving us music once again, she is doing a Savage X Fenty runway show on Amazon Prime this Friday, September 24th. And uh, I'm going to tune in because there's a lot of notable people out there. There's a lot of um, music that's going to happen. She does a very unique type of runway show and it's intriguing and I want to watch it. But I'm, I'm, I'm like when you, I don't know. I think at this point she's a Pisces and she likes doing this. Like you, when you know people want something, this is like we, we natural teases, you know what I'm saying? We natural teases, but Rihanna has gone too far at this point. I feel like a lot of people, and let me do a quick little rant on this Rihanna shit in the music. I feel like there's a lot of people really tapping into the sound of Rihanna. Like I said this once before, like a lot of people are trying to meet that edge that Rihanna was bringing. And I really hope that when she does release music, I know the fandom is going to fuck with it, but I hope it's really a sonic, it's, I hope it's a really good piece of work. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not doubting Rihanna, but I feel like it's been such a drag since anti that I, I want to know what direction she's going in because music has changed a lot since anti. And uh, I'm a little, I'm actually a little nervous. I'm wondering what the perception of the people will be. Mind you, I'm one of those people who, when I first heard work, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was not feeling work. I remember 
really being against that song when it first came out. And it only took like a month before I was like, wag, 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 wag. But Rihanna has that. She has that appeal of like, you might not fuck with me now, but you're going to fuck with me anyways. And that's why I like her. She, she's going to keep on teasing us about the music she's been doing for like two years. I think we were supposed to get that with the eighth album from her, like the top of last year. She's like, nah, I ain't doing that. I'm going to keep giving y'all some more makeup, um, some more lingerie. I am going to, you know, do this hook, this random ass hookup with ASAP Rocky. Okay. Um, but I ain't releasing no music. I'm not doing that right now. That is not what my aura is telling me to do. And I'm going to respect it. But at the same time, that don't mean I can't complain about it, Rihanna. Like, we knew you for giving us music and a good look. The face card don't never decline. But at the same time, like, shit, girl. We've been we've been wanting to do a dirty wine. We want a world tour and want sex with me. So amazing. Like, hello. Speed it up, Rihanna. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on. Anyways, the people are also talking about off the heels of the Fat Joe and Ja Rule versus which if you ever had Fat Joe beating Ja Rule, like reevaluate real quick, because Ja Rule had a whole era of music where he was just on top, couldn't do no wrong, had great collaborations, was on soundtracks. Remember when soundtracks was a thing? He was doing that. And so I don't even know how they got that matchup together. I don't even feel like that was a proper matchup. But honestly, I don't even know who I would put against. I would, probably would have been for real Nelly and Ja Rule that I would put. I know that's weird, but listen, hear me out. They was too... Um, relatively popular rappers at that time if we're not doing 50, which 50 knows that his uh, discography can't go up against Ja Rule. Like his intimidation can go up against Ja Rule, but not the discography. He just don't got the hits. And he knows that. And that's why he's promoting stars because he know that. He know on a music front, mm, you know what I'm saying? So... You know what I'm saying? So anyways, off the heels of that versus with Ja Rule and Fat Joe, uh, which was a great ghetto mess. I really enjoyed it. Um, I knew Ja Rule was going to come through and conquer. Um, at some point in the comments, y'all know they do these on IG. The, Diddy was talking about JD. Some came up and, and Diddy was getting too high on his horses or whatever and saying that there is no way that JD could ever go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Diddy. And I just... I want Diddy to simmer down for two seconds. I really want him to respect what Jermaine Dupri has given us. Jermaine gave us TLC, okay? And I understand you gave us Total, but he gave us TLC, all right? He gave us the blueprint for girl groups in R&B, for the most part. Now, listen, I know there were others. There was, you know, but in the manner that TLC did R&B with like rap infused, we're gonna have to respect that real quick. Just cool. All right, cool. I just wanted to make that clear. Now, Diddy has a lot. He had, he he seems to he really seems to hold on to that biggie crutch, though. Like he really does. And and I mean, I'm I'm not necessarily disagreeing with him. He did give us Biggie. He did. Um, but Biggie did the work, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all remember when should Suge Knight was talking about the producers dancing and all the videos and shit. He was absolutely just, I don't want to say cloud chasing. I 
I just feel like all that shit that Biggie gave us was Biggie. You know what I'm saying? He didn't need any um, development as an artist. Like, that was just him. That was his... Uh, you know, I don't know how to properly say it, but I don't think Diddy did too much outside of being like a cocky band to Biggie. And that might be a controversial opinion, but whatever. I don't feel like Diddy did much for Biggie. He just put him on the platform to be who he was and the icon that he now is. Um, but Diddy, he has a bunch of people that can honestly like live here in li like living legends say how Jermaine Dupree had really played a part in the production, in the lyrics, in the creation of how they um, styled themselves. Like, oh my God, Criss Cross. He gave us Criss Cross, which also gave us backwards pants and backwards jerseys and gave us left eye and gave us T-Buys and Chili and gave Mariah Carey some of the best hits she's ever had and gave us the brat. Like, we can't underestimate all the things that Jermaine has given us. And realistically, we should be giving Jermaine Dupree his flowers. I feel like over time, we have really learned to respect P. Diddy, even though there's a lot of problematic things that he's done over time. Like he literally has fucked over everybody that's ever signed to Bad Boy Records. And I really feel for those artists because he had a lot of popular artists and outside of really like maybe Faith Evans, Biggie, who didn't even really make it to see the light of day, who knows, he might have switched labels. I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like he would have played Biggie, but there's a lot of artists that he just fucked over. Dream, like, listen, I know I could have said a lot of other artists before I got to Dream, but Dream was actually a really great pop act. And Diddy did them wrong. Sherry Dennis, uh, Day 26. The, the list can go on. Danny King. There were so many great artists that he just really, I, there's no other way to say it. He fucked them over. And so we, when you look at all the people that JD has touched, it's very much opposite. You've got Escape, but you got Candy. They're still torn today. Candy is who she is. And I'm saying that, that JD absolutely played like a, a role in who she is today, but all of the people that he's worked with are still like very much relevant. So I just, <sighs> anyways, if you do want to check out a playlist, there was a playlist that was listed on black Twitter. I'm going to share it with you guys. It's on Spotify and it's called puff versus JD, the simulation in the, if you find it in Spotify, it should be on there. And it has 73 songs, five hours and 17 minutes worth of music. And you could be a judge for yourself to find out how those hits really play against each other. I I am team JD. I just feel like there was a lot of great songs. And mind you, I am, I am, I'm very much a Biggie fan. When it comes to the conversation of Biggie over Tupac, I really respect Tupac, but Biggie is always going to be that for me, like, I just feel like his music was way more fun, but he barred up those, you know, it's just, it was great music at the time. I felt like you really had to be, I don't know. I don't want to say you had to be woke to listen to Tupac, but his shit was a lot more serious. It was a lot more gangster. It was a lot more gritty. And then Biggie had those elements as well, but Biggie knew how to have fun. And there's not that many songs for me that Tupac had fun. Look, I'm going on a whole tangent. Anyways, 
Let me know how y'all feel about the Puff versus JD. I feel like Puff is doing too much and saying too much. I feel like he's really underestimated JD. So I do want to know your thoughts and opinions about that. Please hit up me on the social media and let me know your thoughts and opinions about that. Moving on. Did we get to? I'm looking at my notes. Are we here? Okay, 15 minutes in. We're probably going to use the rest of the 15 minutes of the show to discuss y'all's queen. Okay. Y'all's queen, y'all know who y'all queen is. (laughs) So, y'all know we discussed the VMAs last week. Well, it turns out the very next day it was the Met Gala, where all the celebrities go to show off their fashions. Now, I want to be clear. I think I did. I looked up the thing for the damn Met Gala last week as it was happening. I don't think none of them motherfuckers... (laughs) followed the thing so who knows it was something about america but motherfuckers was showing up whatever you know what i'm saying like i'm here for my fashions i'm here so anna wintour can acknowledge me and say that i look great and i'm going to go get my vegans whatever the fuck they were serving inside and i'm gonna go home and go to this after party what the fuck celebrities do so anyways a lot of people have their people that they look forward to seeing on the met uh met gala carpet right so for me, I always look forward to seeing Cardi, but we know that Cardi just had a baby. And I had, if I hadn't said that, congratulations, Cardi B. She had a baby on, guess what? Beyonce's birthday. The baby is blessed, highly favored. You know what I'm saying? A Virgo baby, if you will. So congratulations to Cardi and Offset. But she is one of the people that I usually look for. For me, Cardi rarely misses the opportunity to really just shine and, and, and really be on these girls' necks with the fashion. There was like one instant that I was like, I don't really like what she's wearing. I think it was the Grammys, the first Grammys that she attended. Uh, it was a white dress and I think it had some like dangly fringe shit and it looked super tight and her hair looked like it was a wet look. I didn't like it. That was like one of the, one of the other ones. And then there was another pink look I feel that she looked like she was fresh off the surgery, like off, <laughs> off the table and it looked bad. Um, But that was like two out of the many looks that Cardi B has given us over the five last five or six years or whatever. So I look forward to Cardi. I look forward to Beyonce, but we know we're still in the month of September. Beyonce's birthday is all month long as far as I'm concerned. So I knew that she, maybe she might show up, but it's Beyonce and she probably ain't going to show up. She got better shit to do. She on a yacht somewhere with Sean and the babies. Um, who else we usually look forward to seeing? We look forward to seeing Rihanna. We knew Rihanna was going to attend. We knew Rihanna was probably going to be late in attendance because she is Rihanna. Um, Billie Eilish looked good. And yes, Eilish. I know it's Billie Eilish. But she looked good. She looked very pale, though. But I think that was the whole point. So it's okay. I'm going to let it rock. Um, anyways, people apparently were wondering where Nicki Minaj is at. So... For some odd reason, Beyonce, uh, not Beyonce, as you were. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Beyonce. For some reason, Nicki Minaj had pulled out her phone and started giving us shit that we just did not need that um, Monday evening. Um, stuff she really could have kept in the drafts. Um, we didn't need it. She started going on this tangent about the fucking COVID-19 vaccine. Because I was while I was trying to figure out the thing for the Met Gala, I actually had read that you had to be vaccinated in order to attend the Met Gala. 
And so I, for some reason, when they I started seeing tweets about it, I was like, oh, she's trying to over-explain why she's not there because she probably ain't vaccinated or whatever, because that's one of the requirements to attend. Because I didn't think of any other reason why she wouldn't show up. So um, she ended up going on Twitter and talking about the fact that she doesn't have the vaccine yet, which is fine. We're not mad about that. We don't care about that because it's your, essentially for me, in this house, it is your choice whether or not you decide to get the vaccine. I'm not pressing nobody. Shit, we got a requirement right now at work and I got to talk to certain people, you know, I'm like, you know, hey, are you going to get the vaccine? I don't really want to ask you this question. Is your body your choice? Whatever. But just know there's probably going to be consequences that come along with whatever decision that you're going to be making here. That's my only thing. I don't care. Do what you want. I did what I had to do for me. You do what you got to do for you. Just know that probably moving along in the world, that this is this is probably going to be a thing because like we're out here in masks. People want to go outside. And so people are just doing what they got to do to keep just living life, right? Anyway, she's over explaining the situation. And somehow it took a hard left, man, because everything up until this point made sense. The vaccine's out there. Here's a poll. Which one's the best one y'all think y'all should get? Whatever. She's having a conversation with her fans. All good. You know what I'm saying? Like, do your research before you get it. This is fine. I'm okay with that. That's great. Then we get to a tweet where she had said that somebody had got, uh, what did she say? My Lord. She said that somebody's balls in Trinidad has swelled up and they was impotent. Am I saying that right? I probably don't know if I'm saying it right. It's fine. Anyway, they can't get an erection. And they can't, they can't, <laughs> and their balls is big now because they got the vaccine in Trinidad, a friend of a friend, and now they're not getting married. That is the, I, I am, I am probably over-exaggerating this tweet but that is me paraphrasing to the best of my ability because I am just as confused as you guys. Because why? Why did we even need to know this random man business that live in Trinidad? And that's what the people ran with because the people like speculation, the people like drama, the people like chaos. And that one tweet, my gosh, hmm. hate to see it, but do we? Do we hate to see it? Nicki Minaj just has to realize, and I wish I really do wish that she would acquire some of the things that Beyonce does in order to maneuver through uh, fame and being a public figure. I think at some point Beyonce realized that, look, people are really hanging on to every word that I have to say. I really can't even sneeze out here in these streets for real. Like I have to be careful about how I present myself to the public. So if that means that you only get me when I give you pieces of me, then that's what it'll be. And that's why we yearn so much for Beyonce. We want to see and we want to hear from her. We don't care if it's a picture of her eating fucking crackers. Like we enjoy it because she doesn't give us much to begin with. And I feel like if, Beyonce, if Nicki Minaj actually took that approach, which I feel like she's been trying to, but every time she comes on the scene, it's something. Like she, she has backed off of social media to a certain degree. Like, there was for a period of time where Nicki Minaj was not posting. I want to say that was like 2019 or 2018. And she just stopped. 
But the times that she did become active, it was always some bullshit. And that's not how it works. Like Beyonce comes, she give you like, she literally gives you captionless pictures and, and keeps it pushing. I don't even think she likes anybody's stuff. I don't think she's following anybody. Like she keeps it real simple because she doesn't want people to make assumptions about who she is as a person. And I really just, I really wish Nicki Minaj would adopt that because she really is, like, I can't lie. She's an icon. She's very important to hip hop culture. She's very important to pop culture. But because everything is so transparent, because we can see everything as a fandom, not me, because I ain't in the fandom. But because we can see everything as the audience, we get to determine whether or not we really do like you or not. And she makes it easy for people to not like her. <laughs> I want her to chill out. I want her to stop saying shit and stop being so relatable um, sometimes on social media. I'm not trying to tell her how to be, but I'm just trying to tell her how to how to get together. But me, down deep in my heart, because I follow the people I follow that be putting me on, I already kind of knew. So the, we're talking about the COVID tweet, right? In the balls in Trinidad and the lack of an erection. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to think that Nicki Minaj is deflected, but she deflected. Last week, my thoughts, exactly. She deflected from something. Shout out to Ed Kim Barbie on IG, who has been giving us the tea that nobody else will do. Every blog has the right to be biased to their favorite celebrities. But Kim Barbie seems to release things of his friends, not of his friends, but he's going to give you the truth. And then down in the comments, he's going to give you his, his opinion about it, but he's going to give you the facts first. And so shout out to Ed Kim Barbie. I really enjoy his blog because all these other blogs have been really playing it safe with how they report. And you could tell there's there's biases in how they do their headlines and their captions and shit like that. You could really tell. So they try not to be they try not to be one sided, but they end up doing that anyways. Um, so Kim Barbie was one of the first ones that I found out this information from. And turns out like there's been this ongoing trial and case or whatever with Nicki Minaj and her rapist husband. <laughs> Mm, he's a predator for sure. Like 20 years ago, whatever the case may be, and the time period does not matter. Um, he raped a young lady, I believe in New York, and he was found guilty of a, a attempted rape. It's really weird. You have to do your own research on some of this. I'm trying to give you the meat and potatoes though. He was sentenced to four years. Um, and then years later, he meets up with Nicki Minaj. They fall in love. They get married. They have a baby. Now, because public record is a bitch or whatever, people could look up Kenneth Petty and find out all this information about his case. And, and, and basically, like, you know, she's with a sex offender, a man that has to move state from state and register himself himself as so. So when they moved to California, he failed to do that. And now he has a pending charge on him for that. In the midst of all that shit, they were also threatening this woman from the incident that happened, not the incident, but the actual crime that happened 20 years ago. It's all problematic. It's all troubling. And, you know, I, that's the last, I want to say that's the last straw for me on Nicki Minaj. I just don't like the way that she, I didn't like the way she handled herself on social media which again, that could be problem. Well, that 
that could be hypocritical because Cardi B handles herself a weird way too. But I also feel like it's different with Nicki Minaj. So y'all listening to me be confused in my own head because I do understand that a lot of celebrities have their moments on social media where they need to chill the fuck out. But I don't like the barbs. The barbs are very violent and aggressive. And I feel like sometimes she like eggs them on to handle the shit that she can't really say. Like she does a lot of shit anyways. Like she'll call people ugly and that's fine because if you want to go toe to toe with a celebrity, you got to be ready to, to get whatever's handed out from them because at the end of the day, they're humans. And I feel like they should be able to defend themselves too. Oh, but again, it's that Beyonce factor of get the fuck off social media and, and definitely don't amp up your fans to a damn near be uh, committing crimes on your behalf, which I feel like that's what's been happening over the last years since Cardi, since Rem, like she really, she'll put out a statement and she'll go and like tweets of like some of the most crazy shit. So I just, uh, I feel like the whole COVID shit was a deflection because she knows she got real shit going on, real shit popping and little shit stopping. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think she's probably one of those people who really truly believe that um, bad news is good news. Like, as long as you're being talked about, I'm not one of them people. I don't want nobody talking no shit about my. I don't. No, 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 no. I'm not willing to take it ill. No, I don't want to. I'm just not that type of person. Like, I would rather. I very much rather if I ever get to a point of of not fame, but being well known. I'm, I'm telling you, dog, I'm the fuck out of here. Like, I have a Finsta. <laughs> That's how you're going to get my real takes. Like, no way. I can't do it. Like, I, I wouldn't want to do it. So I'm about to run out of time. I said this was going to be a 30-minute episode, and we're close. But I'm going to finish out with some final thoughts, and we'll be right back. Okay, y'all. So we back, and we're still talking about Nicki Minaj. You would think I was her biggest fan, but really, I'm just I'm just reporting. I'm I'm invested. I'm intrigued now, girl. I really want to know what's going on. Like, and a lot of the people, the fans, are saying that she shouldn't take any blame because it's her husband. Mm, what? What are y'all talking about? Because when I look at Fatal Attraction, and <laughs> And it'd be like a couple and, and the husband was a murderer and they'd be looking at the wife like, bitch, you knew. Yeah, like you need to go down too, like association, baby. Like what the fuck? Not to mention like there is, and I forgot to mention this. Um, good thing we're still talking about her uh, on the real. Cause I brought up the real earlier today, talking about Jeannie Mai, but on the real, they actually had the lady, her name is Jennifer Hugh, um, come on the show and speak about her experience dealing with Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty. And watching that, you could tell that she was really upset and she just wants motherfuckers to leave her alone. And I feel like she came there to be seen, but not in a way to be seen. Like she wants to be seen because she wants people to know that she knows. Like she wants Nicki, Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty to know like I'm out here. And there's been threats 
You know, there's been threats if she didn't take money. You know what I'm saying? Go watch the interview, please. And let me know your thoughts about those as well, because that was kind of disturbing. Uh, and I get it. No, I don't. Mm-mm. I was talking to a few ladies in a live in one of the groups that I'm in. And I was asking them if they would be able to overlook or I don't like the words I'm using, but it's the best I can do. Overlook or disregard someone's past um, because you meet them in present day. Like in this case with Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty, because the crime was committed so long ago, would you be willing to overlook that? And a lot of us, including myself, was it's like, absolutely the fuck no, especially when it comes to rape and uh, crimes of aggression and violence. Like, I don't know if you're repressing that shit, if that shit's going to come out. Have you worked through that? Because I honestly don't believe everybody has to live up to that one fucked up thing that you've done. But there are just certain instances like child pedophilia, rapist, like, uh, you just got to be that guy for the rest of your life, unfortunately. Like, and it's nothing to laugh at, but that just is what it is, especially for me. Like, I just, mm, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You you mess with kids. You 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 take advantage of women or men. Mm, I don't know how much coming back from that can actually happen without real true work. I'm not the person to judge. That's God and them upstairs in the universe and whatnot. I don't know. Couldn't be for me. So in this case, when people say, well, why is Nima Minaj even involved in this? A bitch, because that's her husband. And she knew. She knew. She knows. And now she's dealing with the consequence of her choices. And unfortunately, so is the child that was born of all of this. Uh, damn, like in like 15 years, kids going to see all this shit. And it, it's kind of a sucky situation for everybody. But Thoughts and prayers to Jennifer uh, and big ups to you for having the courage to come forward to talk about your experience and the things that are going on with you. Like really shame on Nicki Minaj for like picking up the phone and trying to talk this woman out of like having a story to tell. Uh, speaking on her own events, things that have happened to her. like, And I don't even feel like she was having like the need to actually bring this up because Nicki Minaj kind of getting in this relationship with him made him a public figure just by chance. And so naturally she felt like all this stuff is going to come out eventually. So it's a sad case, but I must say again, thank you. Shout out to at Kim Barbie on IG for really putting me ahead of the game. Cause once the COVID nonsense started happening, I was like, Oh shit it's happening. <laughs> this shit is about to get real. Like this shit is about to be a real case because she's talking nonsense on the internet. And for what reason? And I just wanted to dig a little deeper into that. And of course, this is what it is because she must've gotten word. And I just all assumption, of course, that this interview was going to happen. And she didn't want that to get out. Mm. I don't know how people feel about Nicki Minaj. I feel like it's gross. There's a lot of people in the comments section that are disregarding this woman's story because of the time frame. There are women and men that were molested at a young age that um, to this day, you know, like probably still have feelings about that. You don't get to disregard that because of the time. 
I just think that's gross. Anyways, people who have who say things like that have never dealt with anything to that level. So they, they can possibly understand. And I really just want y'all to stop taking up for y'all's favorites when they do some fucked up shit and just acknowledge that, like deal with that and, and know that your fave fucked up. I don't know how she's going to recover. I don't know how she's going to come back from this. I don't even know if y'all going to really cancel her. I, I don't have a problem with not listening to no more Nicki Minaj. I'll tell you that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a problem over here. It's not a problem. Like, I don't listen to fucking starships. You know what I'm saying? Like, the most thing that I will probably hate is probably not listening to Monster. But there's no single song that belongs to Nicki Minaj that. I have to play. She's just not in my playlist list heavy like that. Like, it's okay by me. Anyways, how do y'all think about what? What do y'all? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? How y'all feel? I'm stressed. I don't know. I'm 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 assuming my prediction is that it's gonna be a lot of either she's gonna lock up her account like she should and not say a fucking thing and let the courts and the people do what they gotta do and let Jennifer talk as much as she wants to. And just shut the fuck up. That would be in her best interest. But I don't feel like nigga when I'm just gonna do that. I don't feel like she's gonna do that. I feel like she's gonna open up a fucking Queen's radio and just start fucking up her case. <laughs> Cause I think they took her Twitter when she was talking about COVID because they were like, you spreading misinformation. Like, and she did kind of like because the people down in Trinidad was like, mm, we don't. We didn't hear about nobody's ball swelling. <laughs> we didn't hear about nobody ball sweating, <laughs> sweating, swelling. We didn't hear about nobody uh, losing their erection, girl. Like, where you hear this from? They're like, nah, girl. All the people now. I do believe. I will say this before I close out this whole Nicki Minaj segment. I really didn't want to talk about it, but I did. <laughs> I don't think the media should have really dragged her on that tweet. Like I said, because I think for the most part, she was really trying to let the people know, even though she didn't have to, I don't know why she did, but she's just really trying to let people know, like, it's your choice, do the work, find out the research. But at this point, like what fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) you too, you too wealthy to not have motherfuckers escort research to you that you would know how to make a proper decision. Like it's, it's, it's too much. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Look how I've made myself mad into closing out the show. That's pretty much the show. Not going to lie to y'all. That's it. That's all I really wanted to talk about. I really wanted to get to the meat and potatoes of this whole Nicki Minaj shit. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Who knows when I'll see you next time. But I am on time this week, so I do all my things for that. I appreciate y'all tuning in and listening to me. Let me know what your thoughts. Hit me up on the social media, guys. I'm still accepting listener letters if y'all care. You might not get a response for three months, but I'm going to do my best. I'm gonna just You just got to believe in me, baby. You got to believe in me. So I appreciate y'all listening. Um, I'll check y'all out the next time I do an episode. And who knows? It might be next week. She might be on time again next week. Also, before I close out the show, please check out uh, my friend's podcast, um, Chicken and Liquor Podcast, my friend Will. I actually collaborated with him last week, and we actually discussed a little bit about Nicki Minaj, amongst other things hip-hop related. 
So please check that out as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. So there's that, guys. <laughs>